0: What's up, everybody? Wes S.O. Jr. is out as head coach of the Washington Wizards. It's about time, and I'm going to tell you why. And then we're going to talk about what is next, next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. what's up everybody it's your boy brandon scott again with locked on wizards if you are a new viewer of locked on wizards or locked on nba let me introduce myself i am brandon scott i am one half of locked on wizards along with the real ed oliver we are the best backcourt in the dmv Uh, i am an accredited member of the media and a former basketball player just like ed not as not as good as ed but definitely no little thing or two about basketball so definitely definitely welcome to the show um West S.L. Jr. is out as head coach in D.C., and he has been, I don't know if it's promoted, but he has been reverted to a role in the front office as an advisor till the end of the year, and uh Brian Keith has been named as the interim head coach. We're going to talk about that, but first, we're going to talk about why was it time for him to go, and and then we're going to talk about what is next, what names could be floated as new head coach of the Washington Wizards after the season. So let's get into it, everybody. This is big news, in my opinion. Um, the Wizards are currently <laughs> not doing very well in the Eastern Conference. This is this is actually year one of a rebuild. Uh, so is it a much-needed decision? I think so. So why is this a much-needed decision? Well, first of all, let's go down. I mean, let's really get into it. I mean, the lack of adjustments, number one, lack of adjustments. Um, especially at halftime. If you look at Weston, so junior in his tenure, how many times have teams come back in historic fashion? And, you know, a lot of examples, the Clippers of a, a couple of years ago, this season, we've had many examples of teams coming back to beat us after 10, 15, even 20 plus leads. So his lack of adjustments, um, especially lack of adjustments on the go, especially, I mean, just, that really killed the wizards. Uh, another big reason why he was let go simple stagnant lineups he uh he rose with the same lineup he doesn't make a lot of he doesn't it doesn't seem like he really game planned um and, it, and for example when i say game plan you know, you know utilizing the, the players you have in your roster right um you know if you go against a team like the cleveland cavaliers obviously with a big lineup you want to run a big lineup you know if you're going against evan mobley and Jared allen uh he was very stagnant with his lineups and that's another thing that really hurt this team um you have m- a lot of players in this team who Could play multiple positions, you know, especially young players. If you look at Denny Aviat, he can play the two, the three, the four. I mean, Bilal Kulabali, similar. Um, Daniel Gaffer could play the five and the four. I mean, there's a lot of examples where a lot of the players on this team could play multiple positions, and he was very stagnant with his lineups. Um, and and three, and I think, and to me, the biggest reason why he was let go is no player accountability. Um, he was known as a player's coach. Um, and obviously, we know coming into the situation, coming into this job. Um, West Sessile Jr., his name is synonymous with his organization. His father was an MVP, he was member of the only championship team in DC. Um, his father had a lot of importance and, and a lot of significance in his organization, and maybe they had, yeah, to a certain degree, a lot to do with him being hired after being an assistant coach in Denver with the you know, Denver Nuggets. But you know, being a player's coach is a thin line between being a player's coach and not hold players accountable and if you look at a lot of the issues you know not just on the court but you know if you look at fights i mean if you look at 2021 2022 season where you had a lot of issues as far as players fighting whether it was davis bertans kcp denny avia the list goes on and if you look at this season with a lot of the bad body language by by jordan Poole, you know a lot of issues on the court you know there's no player accountability You know, you have players come out in the media and say, what's wrong with it? That's what's wrong is that as coach, you have to be that guy to come out and immediate and and see and say, this is what's going on. Players should not be running the locker room. And ultimately, he lost the locker room. He lost the locker room. He lost the respect of the players. And it shows because the players ran the locker room. And ultimately, that is bad news, especially for a team who, again, they're, they're year one in the rebuild. And really, we haven't even hit officially the the start of a rebuild because if you look at the situation with the roster we're kind of in the gray area. we're still in influx because we still have a lot of veteran guys who don't fit long term they're on they're on expiring deals and we need to move them at the deadline to get assets back to really properly start the rebuild so after a lot of these veteran contracts get off the books then the rebuild properly starts so those thr- those are the three reasons that i think he was fired should have been fired now like i said i'm sorry for saying this you know obviously a guy who is part of the credit media or the nba I've had the pleasure and blessed enough to be able to interview and talk to what Coach Wilson Jr. and he's a very likable guy, very very likable guy, really nice guy. But it has to thing, this is not a popularity contest, and ultimately, him not holding his players accountable, his lack of adjustments, especially at halftime and in cl- uh, in clutch moments, and his stagnant lineups and not really game planning and using the personnel that he has are the reasons why he is now the former coach of the Washington Wizards. So, um, we're gonna look at two. Uh, his interim coach and who could be some replacements going forward for the Washington Wizards. But before we do tonight's episode or today, rather uh, episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. So our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with locked on fantasy basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fancy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire like myself, every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked for us this week on eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fancy Picks of the Week. And they are five good players. And if you're a fantasy basketball player like myself, um, you, you have different needs. But out of these five players, I'm going to pick one that I definitely fits, especially for my lineup. And on the, the list of players, you have Gigi Jackson of the Memphis Grizzlies, Mason Plumley, Aaron Neesmith, Jabari Walker of the Portland Trailblazers, and Marvin Bagley III of the Washington Wizards, and I'm not trying to be biased here, but I'm going to roll with Marvin Bagley III. Reason for that, well, with Daniel Gafford, he just got back from concussion protocol, and obviously with them trying to mix it up as far as depth at the front court position, Bagley has a chance to provide interior points and rebounding for the Wizards. And if you're a fancy manager who is looking for a boost in rebounds and especially points because he has post moves, he definitely really knows how to score in a point and in the paint, so if you look for a boost in points and rebounds, I'm definitely recommending Marvin Bagley III because even though he's come off the second unit for the Washington Wizards, he's providing good points and a boost in rebounding for the Washington Wizards. And I think he would definitely be a good fit for any of you fantasy basketball managers who are hurting on rebounds and need a boost in points, especially from the forward um, and center position. So I'm going to recommend Marvin Bagley III for you guys. But here's the thing. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy basketball championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team. is about each player being a perfect fit. It's the same with your vehicle. Because with over 122 million parts for your ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices... You're just burning rubber, not cash. You know what I'm saying? So keep your ride or die live at ebaymotors.com. eBay guarantee fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions up. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So let's get back into it, everybody. Uh, But before we do, I got to remind you that Locked On has launched its first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on youtube locked on sports today is here for you 24 7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of locked on plus our national shows covering every league go to locked on sports today on youtube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel i definitely recommend you guys do that it is very very good content so definitely definitely check that out so what's up sale junior again is out brian keith formerly assistant coach of the Washington Wizards has been named interim head coach. And there was comments coming out from Kevin Durant, former, uh, of the Phoenix Suns, where he said, quote, unquote, he wouldn't take any credit for it, but he taught me everything I know. And then this this comes from at Kevin Folly NBA. It is expected the Wizards will be seeking a coach with a extensive player development track record when they conduct a water offseason season search. So why are those two things important? Well, number one, um, as it pertains to Brian Keith. Those are tall words from an NBA legend, current NBA player, Kevin Durant. Now, he, you know, the fact that he credits him with everything he knows says a lot about Brian Keith. Obviously, with the, the additions of Brian Keith and David Vanderpool to the assistant coach pool of the staff of West SL Junior was big. With bringing more like minds to the staff of West Junior, kind of give him a backup, definitely, you know, help him out. And ultimately, now he is the interim coach so will he he's definitely going to guide his team to the end of the year now we'll see um if he's a permanent fixture i don't think so i think that de- they definitely need to go out and get a veteran guy but we're going to talk about that in a few seconds but brian keith is definitely a guy who's going to be able to take the take the helm from west sl junior right now and finish the season now and like i said he knows what he's doing those are big words from kevin durant because again kevin durant is a legend in the nba and in my opinion is a hall of famer i know there's opinions do differ but we'll see so where do we go from here where do we go from here well easy um the year that what's on jr was hired obviously a lot of assistant coaches were hired to be a head coaches you know jamal mosey is the name um and i don't think that's the route this team needs to take i think that the route going forward excuse me i'm going swipe my, my my head i'm a little hot my my. Uh, so going forward, we need to hire a coach Who's a veteran coach with playoff experience, who is a defensive minded coach, who's a hard nosed coach, and he can fill in the deficiencies that are named with West SL Jr. Number one, a guy who can game plan, can utilize the person around him, right? A guy who is going to look at, all right, with this matchup, for example, maybe we can play Denny at the four, maybe the two, but allow him, you know, mix and match, definitely game plan, not just be stagnant with the lineup. You know, a guy who, again, is going to, Make adjustments. You have to make that. That's the name of the game for any really any sport. Any, I mean, it has the head coach, you know, the game is ever changing. You have to be able to make adjustments on the fly, especially after halftime, especially in clutch time. And he has been un- unable to do that, and it has hurt this team. So it definitely, I named it before, a guy who is going to, you know, being a players coach is cool. But here, you you need a guy who's gonna hold players accountable, digging into some butt. You know, you need a guy who is going to yell at somebody, who's going to hold a standard. Because, look, here's here's the situation in DC. Like You know, I already said that we are haven't even hit the reset button as a yet. Right now, we're still trying to flip a lot of these veteran contracts off the books. After the deadline, the rebuild actually starts. So what is big in a rebuild? Culture. What is culture, especially on a rebuilding team that's not going to be very good? Well, playing hard, playing the right way, playing with intensity, playing to win. You know, know, me and my co-host, Ed, we said it all year long, that it's one thing to lose a game and you try to win, and it's just a clear-cut talent gap. There's a totally different situation where you've quit and you check out, and this team has checked out. This team has quit. And that's a culture issue because, especially in the rebuild, you play to win the game. You you know, when you got players checking out, number one, what are you saying here, Coach? You know, you got to hold these guys accountable. Because you should not be checking out. You know, you got to solidify a culture. That is the part of the foundation of a rebuild. And with the Washington Wizards, you need to start culture first. Solidifying a culture of winning. And that's what they need to do. And that's why I think not going the assistant coach route and getting a coach who is a hard-nosed veteran who has playoff experience is the route. So where am I headed with this? Okay, um, I'm headed to one name. And one name is what who I would like to see be the new head coach, whether it's at some time this year, which I doubt, I think that Brian Keith will be the guy to the offseason, but Mike Bodenholzer, formerly of the, Atlantic Haw- the Atlanta Hawks and formerly of the Milwaukee Bucks, He is a defensive-minded coach who is known to have teams that had intense defense. If you look at the Milwaukee Bucks before Damian Lillard and when they started Drew Holiday, you know, and, and it had Grayson Allen and had a defensive-minded lineups, especially with Chris Middleton, obviously Giannis, this team was a defensive juggernaut. They utilize, de- they, they, they prioritize rather, defense. And that's what we need in DC because two players are part of the foundation going forward. And then, you know, you could say three if you include Corey Kispert, but we'll see because obviously the reports say that the front office is saying that everybody except Bilal Kulabali is a tradable asset. But as it looks right now, Bilal Kulabali and Denny Avia are the two biggest parts of the foundation of this team going forward. And what 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 is the biggest keys with Denny and Bilal? Well, that's easy. Defense. They're defensive-minded players who we're just waiting on their offensive sides to show up. So you definitely need to bring in a coach who is a defensive-minded coach. So that's my recommendation. That's where I would go. I think with this new front office, man, which I have all the confidence in the world in this new front office. They're going to rebuild this roster. But coaching-wise, I expect them, kind of like, you know, for you NFL fans out there, and I'm a Washington Commanders fan, and obviously if if you're in the know, you know that the Washington Commanders have a new GM and a new head, or going to be a new head coach. Hopefully it's Ben Johnson, even those reports say it is, but head coach is important. You need to bring in a guy who has playoff experience because, one, if you build that culture, right, which Mike Budenholzer will, I'm telling you right now, if they play the cards right through the draft in the next three years and with a coach like Mark Bodenholzer, who's going to hold players accountable, you will have a contending team in D.C. in four to five years. I'm trying to tell you. And so I think that's the route that I recommend. So before we roll, we're going to get into the comments. So I definitely appreciate you guys. This is big news. Um, my co-host, um, the real Ed Oliver, is definitely going to be uh, streaming me tonight. We recap the live game tonight. For the Utah Jazz versus the Washington Wizards game, so we're going to recap like we always do. And, and again, if you are a new viewer um, for Locked On Wizards, we actually we do live recaps for every in each and every game, so you will definitely check my backcourt mate tonight when we recap the Utah Jazz versus the Washington Wizards. Hopefully, a Wizards victory game tonight. So let's get into comments. Uh, we currently have 146 people in the chat and watching right now. Appreciate you taking the time to not only. Rock with me on Locked on Wizards but definitely taking the time to watch this news on Locked On NBA. And before we uh, get in the comments, to check us, you can check out Locked On Wizards on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. We um definitely check us out, man. We've done a lot of good content, we're rebuilding teams, so but we have fun on here, and we definitely appreciate you guys taking the time to watch this news with me. So let's get in the comments. And again, we have 146 people in here. Appreciate you guys, man. We definitely do. Uh, so let's get into some comments. On uh, we have a lot of comments, so we're not gonna be able to, to get all of them. But I know you guys are very, very excited, man. So the truth said, shout out to the truth. Shams reported that West is going to be fired at the end of the season. So why do you think they pulled the plug already? That makes me think they expected more out of West than they what they got. Well, I mean, why did they? Why did they make the news right now? Well, it's me. I, I it, it's it's weird because yeah, I'm with you. You know, when they enacted the fourth-year option for Weston Sill Jr., it was a little confusing because I figured that with this new front office of Michael Winger, Will Dawkins, and Travis Schlenk, they were going to take the season to evaluate Weston Sill Jr. And I fully expected them to either endorse him or make a change at the end of the year. But, I mean, if you look at the record, I mean, (laughs) and the fact that, you know, he's his M.O. coming over for Denver was supposed to be defense. You know, a lot of the reports came out saying that you know, Jokic, you know, his ability, you know, and and Jokic is not top five as far as being the defensive center. But a lot of players on the the Denver Nuggets team they attributed their defense because of Westchester Jr. He was brought over to be a defensive minded coach. The defense has not gotten better. It has not gotten better. So, they're looking at the record, and I think the biggest thing to me why they decided to do it now is that the same reason why you're seeing a lot, if not all, the players in this roster. Being tradable assets because this is a new front office. They they don't have the loyalty like the previous general manager in Tommy Shepard. So they evaluate and, and they said it's time, it's time to go. And you know, him going to an advisory role to the end of the year, yeah. Obviously, you could say that a lot of do has to do with them respecting his name, with him with the, the prominence that his father has in his organization. But you know, I have said it all year long, I've said it last two years, and I say it again that name can only go so far, you know. I, I like West Sesson Jr. Like I said, I've been blessed enough to be able to talk to him. And very likable guy, but this is not a popularity contest. This is a performance-driven lead. You have to perform or you will be replaced. And ultimately, in two and a half years he's been here, the M.O. defense has not gotten better. And when your lack of adjustments are leading you to lose 20-plus leads time and time again, patience will get thin. And it ultimately just became enough is enough. And I think that the big reason why they brought in Brian Keith and David Vanderpool is because, you know, obviously solidifying the coaching staff to help out West Central Jr., but also to let them know that, look, if you don't do your job, we have guys who can. And ultimately, this is where we're at because Brian Keith is the interim head coach. So I think they have, those are reasons why um, he is now former head coach, West S.L. Jr. So let's get into uh, DMV for life. And like I said, we're probably going to do one more comment on there because, like I said, a lot of comments. Definitely we're going to um, – for you guys um, who are loyal fans of Locked on Wizards, we would definitely do a mailbag. And But for you new loosen- listeners, hopefully you new subscribers, I'm just saying, um, we would definitely be doing some mailbag to answer a lot of these questions. So DMV for Life says, finally, finally, Denny Berton's fight, fight in the locker rooms. Kuz and Poole arguing on the court. DeLon and Poole arguing on the court. 30, 20-plus uh, plus point leads blown. The Clippers lost. 42-point loss at home, worst coach in Wizards history. Um, I, I mean, I'm not going to give him that title yet because we really don't have the stellar list of coaches in D.C. Let's be real. Like, we have one championship, so it, it's tough to really pinpoint. I mean, you can look at playoff teams, but I'm not ready to give him that yet. But I'll say this. Those are all great points. They kind of go back to the point I, I made that you have to instill discipline and a standard in your locker room or the players will take over and you're going to see fights and unfortunately you've seen a lot of that under west Sale junior a lot of fights on the court a lot of fights off the court a lot of frustration being shown on and off the court in the media in the press conferences he lost the locker room and you know this you know i, I explored it in the beginning of the video but that's the big those are the reasons man you know or really looking at the biggest reason is not putting your stamp on the locker room you know and and it cost him his job. So uh we're gonna do one more comment and then we're gonna call it a day. Like I said, tonight, join us tonight after the Utah Jazz and Wizards game for a live recap. So we're gonna do one more last comment. So I, again, definitely appreciate you guys, man. Um uh this is from Yanni Halevi. On the other hand, zero control of the players pool is worth a bag of chips at this point. Oh lord, and the defense with guys like Delon, Denny, and Bilal somehow got worse. I don't know. Weird timing, yeah. It is weird timing, it, it is weird timing. But and the, the Timberwolves loss wasn't that huge to be like, oh man, we got to make this move now. But I mean, again, new front office, you know, the, the rope that they were going to give West is not going to be as long as what Tommy Shepard was going to give him. And the the defense is getting worse. And I, I asked, I actually asked West SL Jr. after the loss against the Spurs. Now I, I said, Coach, at this point, can the defense get better? I mean, is it an effort issue or is it a personnel issue? And he believed it could get better, but ultimately he said it's an effort issue. But here's the thing with that. Coach, you've got to instill some fire in these guys. You know, the coach has to set the standard. The coach has to set the the standard in the locker when he didn't do that. So – um, I'm gonna close there. Um, definitely appreciate all the comments right now. I have 176 people watching. Definitely appreciate everybody watching, not only locked on wizards but locked on NBA. So, we're gonna go ahead and roll there. Um, for you guys who subscribe and are fans of Locked on Wizards. We again we will be doing me and my backcourt bait Ed Oliver, man. The real Ed Oliver that is. Uh, we are gonna be doing a live recap for the Utah Jazz and Washington Wizards game tonight. Um, for you guys who are the first time watching our content for Locked on Wizards. Um, where you can catch us definitely on youtube side of things Uh, we do live recaps of all games and big news trade deadline coming up so we're going to be very very active so definitely consider subscribing to locked on wizards for all your up-to-date wizards news and like i said me and my guy the real that all he is a former college basketball player i am a lifelong basketball fan and now we are both accredited members of the nba media for the washington wizards so we definitely have an inside link to the organization so definitely rock with us man so We definitely appreciate you guys. And definitely, definitely appreciate you guys rocking with Locked On NBA, man. A lot of good content coming on the Locked On Network, man. So definitely rock with us for all your sporting needs, whether it's the NBA, the NFL, the NHL, and all college sports. So, again, appreciate your time, guys. West SL Jr. is out. What's next? We shall see. So until the next time, definitely appreciate everybody. Hail to the Wizards. And peace. See you guys next time.